0: Welcome to the Living With Chronic Illness Podcast. I'm Mariel Metcalf, Head of Living With at Research Partnership. In this episode, we will be discussing treatment options for endometriosis. We hope you find this podcast of value. And if you want to find out more, please visit researchpartnership.com forward slash livingwith. So, Charmaine, we've already talked about, you know, diagnosis, impact on life. Now, I'd like to talk a bit more about endometriosis and the treatments you've been on. So first, let me just clarify. So who is the doctor that you primarily see for
1: endometriosis? Gynecologist, nurse practitioner in the gynecology field. Okay.
0: And how frequently do you see the gynecologist?
1: From diagnosis or right now? Uh, Right now right now um probably every four months or so
0: okay yes because you mentioned you're kind of in a moderate level you're mm-hmm. you have a handle on on symptoms can you just walk me through how you were getting the treatment and what what you've been on so you got diagnosed did they immediately prescribe you uh, treatment then and there
1: yeah it was the suggestion for birth control basically Hormone therapy, and um, of course, I've got like 800 milligram, like ibuprofen for the pain for that one. So you're doing the, the birth control and the
0: pain relief. Because so I know you said you had to go through different. Is it birth control? Different mm-hmm. types of birth control pills, and it was making you feel really awful. So how many types did you have to go through until you finally settled on one that kind of worked for you?
1: I swear it was like a period where I probably tried like at least eight of them, eight to 10 wow. ones. Yeah. Like my doctor, said, okay, well, maybe this one is, you know, too high an estrogen or more progesterone or just the process. Then I even tried the ring, the pack, mm. different ways. Um, so yeah, it was a lot.
0: It was a lot. So how long did you have to stay on each one before you realized, okay, this is not working? Was it fairly quick? Like, did you try it for a month? And then you said, I'm going to switch and, and who talked about the switch? Did you bring it up or did the doctor flag to you saying, this is not working for you? We should, we should change it.
1: I think it was kind of like, mutually brought up, like I would bring up like my experiences with it. And then, you know, she would be like, okay, well maybe, you know, we need to try this one. I would say I would probably try it for like a month. Okay. Um, and then, you know, some of them, maybe a few months. The ones that was just really, really bad was probably like a month. And then the other ones where I'm just trying to see how everything level out, that was like maybe a few months. I said of like six to eight months of just like figuring out like the right birth control. Wow.
0: Is that normal? I mean, is that what usually you would go through if you have endometriosis, you're trying different things or was your situation different?
1: I feel like my situation was a little bit different than the normal case because my doctor kept on saying that um, she think that I was really sensitive to the hormones and things like that. I think my, my situation in that regard was maybe a little bit unique to where maybe the more average case can just kind of be put on a birth control and just see how that helps the endometriosis symptoms, as opposed to like trying to help the symptoms, but not creating like a whole bunch more problems on top of it.
0: Mm. And do you think the decision to try the different treatments, was that mainly from the doctor or did you push that to say, I, I really need a switch now? Or was it a bit of
1: both? I think it was a bit of both. Like me just discussing like my discomfort and things like that, and. Um, you know and the doctor maybe like trying to troubleshoot trying different ones because I mean I didn't realize that different birth controls were so different from each other and the level of like uh-huh. hormones each gives you and you know different things a little bit of both just me like kind of being open to a change and just kind of saying like this is not working but also the doctor like yeah Hmm. you know, let me try this one. This one has a higher amount of this and a lower amount of that, you know. Hmm. At any
0: point in that six to eight months where you were trying things left and right, was there any point that did you despair and think like, oh, is anything really going to help me?" Like
1: what was going through your, your mind as you had to keep switching? Honestly, it was very depressing time because it was just like, you kind of lose hope on like something really helping and not making you feel worse, you know, in different kinds of ways, each one made me feel worse. So depressing, definitely. And I was truly beginning to think that maybe the hormone therapy wasn't the route to go for me.
0: So what are you on now in terms of treatment?
1: In terms of treatment, I have done the Mirena and that has been like the best so far.
0: And that's helped with your symptoms. And I I know you also mentioned you do pain relief. Do you get prescribed the pain medication
1: or do you buy that over the counter? I do get prescribed it. I just don't always fill it or use it because I've been trying to eliminate like how much I rely on um, chemical pain relief. So I've been trying more of the holistic methods in the last few years. And acupuncture has been really helping that I started two years ago. And that
0: acupuncture has helped with the pain of endometriosis. That's what it's
1: helping you with. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And also the different herbs that I've been trying and the, the, the hip baths have really been helping as well. Like, you know, I've been like incorporating that
0: into my routine. Yeah. So how did you learn about those alternative treatments? Is that just you looking up uh, things online and...
1: Yeah, me looking up things online, getting different books and things, just really learning more about women's health from a, a deeper level than just what your physician may tell you. And also just researching different things that are out there.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you inform your doctor that you're also doing the other treatments to help you? And I guess what's the reaction to that? Are they happy for you to try all those?
1: Initially, no, but it was just something that I just decided to just do on my own initially my doctor was just like well you know there's no no proof on that and you know
0: sure
1: (laughs) yes and I mean I guess if you want to try it what could it hurt but it wasn't really like the okay yeah definitely you know go ahead and try that and see how it helps and things like that but then when I started just I just went out there and said I want to do it I'm gonna try it yeah um then it was like more of the like, okay, well, if it's, if it's helping, you know, but still it's like that little bit of skepticism, I guess, around Eastern practices and stuff, and you know, so. Yeah. You know. So- something I feel like you can talk with a traditional physician that much, unless they have experience with it, because uh, there are some physicians that more so advocate towards it. I want to say secretly, but you know, <laughs> kind of <laughs> Not advertising it loudly, but (laughs) they're
0: okay
1: with it. I swear that I come across physicians like that.
0: So like you say, you get prescriptions for pain relief and things like that, but you'd rather not because you don't want to be dependent on it. In your mind, what are you thinking as to why you want to just stay away from the prescribed medicine, for example?
1: Well, I just feel like you really get a dependency on it. And then they just come with like, other issues like harming your liver and your kidneys and then the dependency as far as the addictions that form especially for like some of the stronger ones like I definitely didn't want to do any other stronger medications because I've heard people who've had just like two fakes and like get addicted to like Percocet and stuff like that. And, you know, endometriosis is an ongoing situation. That's not just like a one-time toothache, you know, you have tooth work, dental work, and that's just a few weeks. Like, no, it's a everyday monthly situation that can go up and down. So I do not want to get addicted to it. But I also realized too, with pain medication, your body sort of gets used to that amount of pain medication you're taking with the dosing. So it's like, you have to keep going up and then after a while it seems like you plateau sometimes as far as like what's working for you like for instance mm-hmm. I had got I had got diagnosed with migraines probably around twenty, twenty one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was taking a lot of ibuprofen for it and you know it was having like having blackouts having a real bad have to go to the emergency room and the, I'll never forget the emergency room doctor said that I've created a dependency towards it, so it's not working anymore for the migraines. Not like a spiritual dependency, but like oh a, a, your body is like too tolerant of it now. Things like that, just in the back of my head, and that's why I started trying other methods like fascia release, acupuncture, um, try Reiki, different things. I like the little the the herbal patches that I buy. And the different herbs and stuff like really been helping.
0: Oh, great, great. So so I'm going to ask you to think about then if you were to design the ideal treatment for endometriosis, it could be anything really aside from a total cure. But if you were to put together a treatment, what would that treatment look like? How frequently would you take it? What's the method you would take it? How good would it be treating the bleeding, the pain? If you just imagine for yourself, if you could design this type of treatment, what would it be like?
1: This treatment, is it going to be like more of a traditional medicine or?
0: Uh, No, if you take it as like, this is something prescribed. So even if you have to go through the prescribed route, what then might be kind of an ideal prescribed treatment for you?
1: Ideally, like, so if I had to go the prescribed route with like traditional medicine, ideally, it would be something that I I maybe took like once a month that really balanced out the hormones well to where you didn't get all the other hormonal changes, you know, the negative hormonal changes, like you got all the, the positive stuff to like balance what you're missing, as opposed to just getting this influx of this hormone that is like affecting you in that way um so and it would be like a once a month thing that you took not something you had to take every day and also it would not just balance the hormones but it would also help with pain and inflammation as well but Mm -hmm. not like anything strong enough to create a dependency just kind of like where you didn't have to take multiple kinds of drugs a month ideally if I was like waving a magic wand yes (laughs) this is what I would want on a chemical route from the from the doctor Mm. to like manage the symptoms really good but not be on a host of drugs or go through the process I went through where you have to try so many different hormones and stuff like to find that perfect marriage of like this is the hormones that you're missing or you need more of or less of to find that perfect balance
0: yeah, so it's almost like specified medications just for your body and what, yeah. what you're going through and, and something you don't take frequently and also something does not create a dependency but can tackle both the pain and the bleeding.
1: Yeah, know. and inflammation. That was something that I learned along the way probably within the last six years is that the inflammation is actually kind of what makes things worse with any condition. So, like, if you can get the inflammation down, you can decrease the pain as well. I see.
0: Okay. Really useful. So, anything else, remain that you wanted to mention on the treatment part that we haven't really covered or, or that you think is quite important?
1: Treatment-wise, from a traditional doctor, like, in addition to, like, a medication that you take monthly, whether that's injection or shot or whatever, injection or by mouth. Maybe some sort of physical therapy. There's all type of things that exist now, like dry needling and stuff. Like maybe something more geared towards endometriosis that you can get done by actual physician. It's covered on the insurance, you know, because these things yeah. typically aren't covered on the insurance when you're doing other things. But it's like a a multi-step healing process or or managing process not just like okay i'm gonna give you these drugs to use and you know you're out of here until you fill your prescription like a personalized plan that can be put together for you ideally you know this is what i would want yeah
0: no really interesting thank you for that feedback that's really really interesting thank you for taking us through that experience of treatments with endometriosis And I know in the next section, we'll be talking more about information and support. Uh, I know we already talked a lot about that in the other sections, but this will be more focused on that. So to our listeners out there, we hope you can join us also for that next session. Thank you.